Hi everyone, and welcome back to Sadie Spills the Tea. Happy Sunday. I apologize that it has been a full week since we have had um, a new episode, but to be perfectly frank with you, this is the first free second I've honestly had to be able to do this. Um, I'm very blessed that life is busy. I'm very blessed that I am in a very exciting season right now. I'm so aware that life ebbs and flows and just really stoked um, for where I'm at right now grateful manifesting all the things so um transparently this has been a very exciting weekend for me personally in the pop culture world I feel like there have been more weddings and excitement that involve so many people that I stalk and obsessed with in the celeb world that I've just been trying to soak up literally every single second of it um because content is just coming out of my ears and it has been so nice to just um relax scroll dive go down rabbit holes you know what I mean by that I hope everyone is having um, a beautiful Sunday. Um, We got up insanely early, did the housework, been to the store, meal prepped, showered, cleaned the house, did all the things. And so this is a treat for me to be able to record this for you guys and send you off into your new week um, feeling caught up on all the tea that's happening. So let's dive right in um, because last Sunday feels like so long ago. So, um, in our sports world, honestly, a lot has gone down. Um, Football-wise, Aaron Rodgers, his whole scandal has come out. Um, I might have touched on this before, but he basically said that he was immunized. I know I'm butchering that word, and neither Hammer or I know how to pronounce it, but that's the word, immune something. Basically, he told the Green Bay Packers and the NFL that he was healthy, right? He never used the word vaccinated. um, And that's been causing a lot, a lot, a lot of controversy in the entire NFL saying that he's a leader. How could you not actually tell people that you're vaccinated if you didn't actually get vaccinated? As we know, all of the sports rules right now are encouraging everyone to get vaccinated before they can play, i.e. Kyrie Irving, all of the things. So he has been a whole scandal. A lot of people are frowning upon Aaron Rodgers for not actually telling the truth that they're saying in quotes. Um, in addition to that, the Daily Mail came out. Daily Mail is like the UK's tabloid. Um, they came out with an article last week that was basically saying how big of a brat Aaron Rodgers is. It was a, it was a story bashing him completely um, for this exact reason. Well, the Daily Mail actually put in photos um, of someone completely random. They assumed it was Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley, aka Aaron Rodgers' fiance, came out and was like, are you fucking kidding me? This isn't his hands. His hands are way bigger. This isn't his foot. His foot's way bigger. Just like going off about these pictures, um, the Daily Mail decided to put in claiming they were Aaron Rodgers. So the two of them have been just in the headlines um, for all kinds of reasons, but Aaron Rodgers is apparently back this week. His game has not started today at the time I'm recording this, so I don't know if he's winning. Him was like, that would be a great headline, but that's what's happening with Aaron Rodgers. Um, in some other NFL news, uh, the LA Rams got Odell Beckham this week, which is crazy because we just know that they just got Von Miller, so the Rams are just stacking their players up, which we love to see in their brand new high-tech SoFi Stadium. So cool. Can't wait to visit all the things. But Odell Beckham, um, he, first of all, he's making his debut tomorrow night, which is Monday, um, against the San Francisco 49ers, so we got a little NorCal-SoCal rivalry. We always love that in this household. But on the same day that the Rams got Odell Beckham, um, their other starting wide receiver, Robert Woods, he tore his ACL and he's out for the season. So the coincidence of 
Robert Woods tearing his ACL and then Odell getting signed the same day is um, the stars are really aligning for the Rams because Odell also is a wide receiver and he's just swooping right into that slot. So Odell makes his debut Monday night uh, again with the Rams. Um, and other football news is the fact that Georgia football, the college, yes, University of Georgia, they are undefeated. They are 10 and 0, and that is making you know NCAA headlines right now. People are freaking out. I believe Cincinnati is also 10 and 0. Who knew that Cincinnati was that good at football? I personally didn't until I was informed of that maybe two weekends ago. But Georgia is 10 and 0, which is really exciting. Wish that could be a Pac-12 team, obviously, but it's not happening. So um, go Georgia. Also, um, I love Scott Hansen, who is the host of NFL Red Zone every Sunday. He literally stands up there for six hours. He does all the play-by-plays, and he is so handsome. He's so humble. I just said to him, I don't think he gets enough attention and enough recognition, and he let me know that a lot of people love him and that he does get enough recognition, but Scott Hansen is such an eligible bachelor, obviously did a deep dive on his personal life. There's nothing out there. He's pulling, you know, all the of the big sports guys that just don't want anything out there. He doesn't wear a wedding ring. He doesn't have an active online dating history. So if anyone knows anything about Scott Hansen's um, personal life, please let me know because I am very curious about that. But just shout out to him for being hot and standing there and ugh, just like an all-around good guy. Today he got choked up about this veteran um, who was standing with him for some hours and then they gave him tickets to the SoFi game. I mean, the Rams game, Chargers game. Gosh, Rams and Chargers um, playing the same stadium. Anyway, love Scott Hansen, and uh, we got to move on to some pop culture because that is the meat of what is happening. You guys, on Friday, Britney Spears became free. Britney is free. Everyone is like, oh my gosh, that's headlines everywhere. 14 years later, she is out of this conservatorship, which is just incredible and a long time coming, and we have to give hats off to her new lawyer that she hired um, a few months ago, who's really just fucking made this happen. So Britney is free. The world, you know, takes a deep breath. She's out. Um, there's all those memes going around that's like, Paris Hilton is married. Britney Spears is free. The millennials are so fucking happy. 2007 is quaking that life is back. We love to see that. I also read, as we know, that um, Britney Spears is engaged to her... It seems Sam Sagari something. I could have easily butchered his last name. Sorry to all the Britney stands, but they're engaged and it just came out. Britney is just telling everyone that Donatella Versace is making her wedding dresses. Love that she already has Donatella in the loop. And I love that she's like, bitch, I'm not having one. I'm having multiple because there's nothing we stand more than multiple wedding dresses, which is incredible. Um... Also, just want to go ahead and touch back on Astroworld for a hot sec while, you know, just other things that are making the headlines. The death toll has now risen to nine. I've heard rumors that it's at higher than that, but that's like, you know, what's officially out there. Um, Do not know how Travis Scott is going to move on as a performer, period. There is just no scenario where I see him being back on tour, successful, doing Astroworld things again. Um... Yeah, that just seems batshit to me. Also, since then, um, there's obviously been a relative, a a huge amount of concerts that have gone down, and I've seen a lot of people at concerts just being really, really, really appreciative to the security and to the staff and everyone um, that's making concerts safe. So shout out to anyone that's going out there to a concert and just like thanking um, the staff and the people because they're underrated as we just learned, what, last weekend? with the whole Astro World Fest. So just 
be gracious, be thankful, be safe, you know, know your surroundings. Um, I'd be lying if I said it, it didn't, you know, spark a little something in me in, in terms of uh, all my concert things. So that's what's happening in Astroworld. And obviously we will see how this plays out for Travis Scott. Side note, we think that Kylie is carrying a boy, um, as in Travis Scott's son. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out um, in the next coming weeks. Okay. The other insane headline that's happening right now, everyone is talking about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift this, Taylor Swift that. She's the queen of November. This is her season. All of the things. So here is the gist, if anyone wants just a quick rundown on Taylor Swift in general. So on Thursday night, I believe, she released um, a 10-minute version of the song All Too Well that is on the album Red. The album Red is significant to the Swifties because it was about... uh, Let me pause. Taylor Swift is known, was known, for publicly dating all of these people, having public breakups, writing songs and albums about people, about these relationships, right? And then the public trying to nitpick who's about what, what songs about which famous guy. So the album Red comes out um, in 2012, and it's a ballad. It's just these love songs. Most of it points in the direction to Jake Gyllenhaal. Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal dated for three months in 2010, okay? This was headline. This was when People Magazine was like dropping all the bombs before we were getting all of our tea from Instagram. You'd go to the grocery store and, the, and all of the headlines were like, Taylor Swift, Jake Gyllenhaal. It was great. E! News was peaking on TV. So they date for three months. Um, there's infamous pictures of Taylor and Jake walking in New York, specifically Brooklyn, um, to go have <clears throat> excuse me, a meal at his sister Maggie Gyllenhaal's house. In the photos, Taylor Swift is wearing this blue kind of plaid scarf. You've heard about this infamous scarf, okay? Taylor claims she left it at Maggie's. Jake stole it. There are pictures, you can find them all over the internet, of Jake wearing Taylor Swift's scarf after they've broken up. So the song All Too Well basically calls him out. Um, She has a line about keeping the scarf. She has a line about she kept him a secret. He he kept her a secret, but she kept him an oath. Like she goes into such, such, such insane detail. So wrapping this up, the version of the song All Too Well, the 10 minute version just came out. There was like a short film with it and she released a lot more um, verses about their relationship. And so people are just eating that up, going apeshit. There's a line in there saying something about she met an actress that consoled her and everyone's like, who the fuck was the actress that Taylor Swift ran into in 2010? People initially said Jennifer Aniston and then people are like, nah, 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 that's false alert. I just read an article that it is confirmed it's Anne Hathaway. There's a quote saying, I saw Taylor Swift in the bathroom and she looked sad after her most recent breakup. I know Jake from the movie Love and Other Drugs. It all makes sense. We all know I fucking hate Anne Hathaway to begin with. So that's what's happening um, with Taylor Swift. People are saying the, this re-recorded version of Red, because we know she's trying to get all her albums back, is one of the best. Have I personally listened to it? No. Um, it's not necessarily a priority for me now, but that's the tea on Taylor Swift. Okay, this weekend there were so many freaking events. I It was just chef's kiss for me. I, I've just been in fucking heaven. First and foremost, Paris Hilton began her extravaganza weekend of her wedding she is marrying carter ream she married carter ream um in la on friday saturday night okay so friday she has this extravagant wedding 
she has four different wedding dresses. Kim Kardashian is there. Nicole Richie is there. It's star-studded. Obviously, um, Farah Umansky, that's not her real name, but Kyle Richards' daughter is in it. Nikki Hilton's in it. Um, Kim Richards' daughters are in it. We know the Hiltons are very connected to our Bravo world, so it's a stunning, stunning wedding then. Saturday night, she rents out Santa Monica Pier. She has Diplo perform, and it's just like a neon rave that everyone of everyone is there, which is just like so iconic. Everyone's freaking out. And what's exciting about this is that Paris's show, Paris and Love, just started debuting on Peacock. There's only one episode so far. It's kind of the story of Paris and Carter and just like the beginning of them even planning a wedding. It's 40 minutes. I highly recommend it if you are a Paris Hilton fan or just trying to follow this wedding in general. It kind of gave me a little context to who they are. So that's what's happening. I want to say the episodes are getting rolled out maybe once a week. So we are going to see this entire wedding extravaganza play out on Peacock, which is fabulous news. Um, So that was happening on Friday and Saturday. Also, another wedding that just, you know, I might lose some of you here and I apologize. There is a gal named Lauren Perez who is Kendall Jenner and Bella Hadid's best friend from LA. She works for Good American. Um, Her brothers are Cherry Los Angeles, the athleisure wear company, if you've heard of that. Anyway, she had another wedding extravaganza that actually started Thursday in Miami. Um, Dave Groupman, we have Lala there, Melissa Woodhill. There's so many freaking people that are at um, this wedding in Miami. Well, my story on this is the fact that Kendall and Bella and Jesse Joe Stark are all bridesmaids at this wedding. Imagine showing up to like, oh, my cousin's getting married. Oh, there's so-and-so. You're just like on the beach going to this wedding in Miami. And you see Bella and Kendall walk down the aisle in these strapless kind of tealy blue dresses. Like I would be in awe. The photos of them sitting in, like they didn't stand at this um, this wedding. There was no bridesmaids or groom bridal party standing it was just the bride and the groom and so Kendall and Bella and Haley Bieber was in attendance too they're sitting front row at this wedding watching it all go down I would literally give my arm to have been in Miami at this wedding and see these girls walk down the aisle it just is oh my god I'm freaking out how fucking exciting would that be but that's also a three-day affair they had all of their friends like Zach Bia Mikey Chet do all of the DJing for this Fi Harry Hudson the whole squad was at this wedding that just looked great okay the other wedding that went down and is probably still going down as we speak is Simon Huck Simon Huck is an OG Kardashian person he has been on the trips since they started filming literally 25 seasons ago. He used to be BFFs with Food God, aka Jonathan Chebin, and Simon Huck himself is getting married, got married last night. He had a two-day affair at least. His started on Friday night in West Hollywood with the who's who. Literally everyone flew from, some of the people flew from the Miami wedding back to LA to get to Simon and Phil's wedding, which is just insane. We had Steph Shep, we had Kim, we had Chloe, we had Kendall, we had Haley, we had Girl With No Job, we had, oh my gosh, like Olivia Culpo. We have everyone that is relevant was at this wedding. Um, and it was full black tie affair. It looked so stunning. They had like custom menus made with everyone's faces on them. They had matches. They gave out the 
most sickening gift bags I've ever seen with like Barbara Sturm products and the new face things, all of these, you know, aesthetically pleasing, whatever. So that was a huge wedding and things are still rolling out from that. Kim gave a speech at the rehearsal dinner on Friday night that was just absolutely hilarious. She's talking about, I don't know why I'm giving advice. I'm on my third marriage and like none of those have worked out, but it was just so fucking amazing. So that was the other wedding that went down. In addition to that, last night there was a huge gala um, in LA. It's called Baby to Baby, which is a nonprofit foundation where a lot of celebs give money to give back to mother and ch- mothers and children um, that need supplies and resources and all the things. It was their 10-year anniversary. And again, if you were not at Simon Huck's wedding, you were at Baby to Baby Gala last night. We had the Summer Fridays girls. We had Morgan Stewart there. Again, Melissa Wood Help. We had Nicole Ritchie, we had the Foster Girls, we had Jennifer Myers Jewelry, we had everyone of the sort. Basically anyone that's an LA socialite was there at this Baby to Baby Gala that was a black tie affair. Needless to say, this was a black tie affair weekend and it is pumping out, still pumping out so much content and I'm living for it. Love when everyone is out. Literally the stars were out this weekend and it's only midday on Sunday, so we're literally loving that. Okay. Taking a break from all the events that happened this weekend, um, there is another huge event that's going down tonight, pre-recorded, of course, that Adele is having her one-night-only special. Adele's new album is coming out. It's got to be released at some point this week, I'm assuming. Um, We've heard her single Easy On Me, which is just like such an iconic ballad already but tonight we are getting a special on cbs at 8 p.m mountain time for me actually fuck i hope it's earlier than that sorry that's just me talking time-wise so she performed at griffith observatory which is near the hollywood sign in la for those of you who have heard of that and are like what is it it's on the top of the mountain that's sickeningly stunning and she is about to perform some of her songs for us we're gonna see like a live concert vibe that happened in addition to having a sit-down interview with Oprah, very Harry and Meghan style. Love to see it. I'm so excited. I don't know what she's going to release, but obviously I'm naturally itching for her to talk about Rich Paul and like what their relationship looks like and when it came into the picture and has he met the son and, you know, all that kind of thing. So that's what's happening tonight, which is really exciting television. Okay, so quickly in the Bravo world, um, if you are a Bravo fan, then this was probably the most important Wednesday nope, I take that back. Last Sunday was probably the most important Sunday of your entire life because there was the beginning of the Jen Shaw drama on Housewives of Salt Lake City. The last 10 minutes in the entire episode are the gals getting in the van to drive to Vail for a girl's trip. Jen Shaw asking Whitney to turn off her mic. Jen getting a call from someone, we don't know who, tipping her off that the feds are looking for her. Jen then tells the girls, hi, I gotta go. Sharif is in the hospital with internal bleeding. She leaves it at that. She goes, I gotta go, internal bleeding. And the women are just shocked. Jen Shaw, in dreads, leaves the scene in her cousin's car. I'm not kidding you. 30 seconds after Jen Shaw pulls out of the parking lot, the FBI, Homeland Security, everyone shows up to the bus where they're going to bail outside of Beauty Lab, and they start basically asking the ladies, where's Jen Shaw? Do you know what she looks like? Do you know what car she's in? All of the questions, producers are in there, we broke the fourth wall, everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? It was the best 10 minutes ever. They leave us obviously on a cliffhanger, it's airing again tonight, 
in terms of what's going to happen with Jen Shaw. Apparently, this is going to be one of the best episodes that we've had, according to Andy Cohen, in the sense that we are going to get the entire ride from Salt Lake to Vale of the ladies' pure reactions to what the fuck could be going on with Jen, which is just insane. Um, the other part of the episode was really great. Um, Mary is just on a sick one. She's really bullying Whitney. Mary also gifted the gals aprons for this Italian cooking class that they were doing in Louis Vuitton bags, but no Louis Vuitton anywhere to be found, which is just like so fucking disappointing on every level. Um, there's been a lot, a lot, a lot of things that went down with Salt Lake City, but one thing I just want to call out is that in most of the episode, Jen is referring to Stu, aka Stu Chains, her assistant, who also is getting arrested and had already pled guilty, talking about he is not necessarily, like, just staff. He's family. They've sacrificed so much for each other, and it really is just alluding and foreshadowing into the sense that we know that they're both getting fucked, um, and love Bravo's editing for that. Also, we got the trailer for... Housewife All-Stars that is coming out a week from Tuesday on the 23rd, which is going to be so great. Um, the trailer is iconic already. We're getting a lot of OGs um, as they're in Turks and Caicos and just waiting for that. We also had another fabulous episode of Winter House every Wednesday or Thursday in my life. When I get to watch it, I literally get so excited. I get tingly that there's a new Winter House episode on. Paige and Craig, we're getting the foreshadowing blossoms of that. Lindsay's now hooking up with Jason. And it's just the best reality show that we're really having right now, aside from Salt Lake, because that this is we're 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 really getting good there. Okay, bachelor wise, um, Tasha and Zach, Matt James, Tyler Cameron, they all ran and completed the New York City Marathon last week, which is so amazing. A lot of people are out there cheering. Congrats to them. More power to them. Last night, we had yet our last weekend of last wedding of the weekend, which was Ben Higgins and Jess Clark. Um, they got married in Nashville. It looked like a fabulous evening. Jess just had it down to a fucking tee. The bridesmaids looked fabulous. She had, you know, the robe. She gave them shoes afterwards. It looked like they had late night dinner. It looked like all the bachelor stars were there. We know Nick Vile. Chase Brody McNary, Chris Sewells, Jared Ashley, Becca Kufrin, um, Becca Tilly, Tanya Rad, um, the who's who's. A lot of people were there in the Bachelor Nation world, and it looked like a really great night. Jess looked stunning in her two dresses, um, and then they took a little boat ride out, and uh, they began the beginning of their new lives, so we love that for them. Um, Michelle's episode on Tuesday night was really, really powerful. Um, I absolutely love and adore her. And as we know, this is my retirement season. So just trying to touch lightly on that. There is a man on her season named Olu who needs to be protected at every fucking cost. Literally, he is king. He needs to be the next bachelor. Fuck Clayton. Olu is life. Um, he's an amazing man. He's so smart. He had a really powerful conversation with her. I was full-blown sobbing. I couldn't tell you the last time I was full-blown sobbing at the bachelor or bachelorette um so if you need a heart jerker if you want to have faith in humanity again this conversation between michelle and olu was so fucking powerful it made me be like and this is why i stay around you know what i mean so that's what's happening on that um what else lastly of course back full circle on our kardashian story here kim giving her fabulous speech we have not seen kim being out with pete davidson um since last weekend so they've kind of kept it low i don't think he was at um simon and phil's wedding last night he most definitely was not at paris hilton's wedding so she's just kind of been on a single little flow pete did have an episode of snl last night um that i forgot who hosted but taylor swift performed um and so i'm sure he was you know back there performing 
The other news in the Kardashian world is that Scott Disick was spotted out with a new gal, classic, a 23-year-old, at least he bumped the age from, what, 19 was Amelia Gray? So, Scott Disick um, was spotted out with a 23-year-old, her name's Hannah Cross, she's stunning, um, and she coincidentally is Brooklyn Beckham's ex-girlfriend. Brooklyn Beckham, we know, obviously David Beckham's kid, but he's engaged to Nicola Peltz, and Brooklyn is a young gentleman, that makes sense that he would have dated this 23-year-old. Now, Scott Disick, as you know, we know he raised the age bracket just a little bit, but the fact that he's with a 23-year-old, people are just like, oh my god, his next bait, his next person, bless her soul. Um, lastly, we know that Chloe and Chris, um, we saw it on this last season of the Kardashians and them play out building these new homes and there was all this drama with like the lawyers and the contractors and them not being able to build. Anyway, homes are built, they're right next door to each other, they're both insanely massive. Um, it almost looks like they're sharing a driveway. I'll post a pic if anyone wants to see it, but I just would love to be able to have that much money and build my dream dream home from the ground up. Like, could you imagine to be that close to your parents? Like how exciting. I would love that. I'd love to, you know, share a driveway with my, uh, I would love to share a drive with my mom. Don't tell her that I paused there. So, um, that's a lot of what is happening and feels like I just really, really rambled that out. And Shout out to anyone that's here, still listening. Again, Super Size Sunday Edition, Black Tie Affair Weekend. Love it. Here for it. Um, this week, we are getting, again, the Niners Rams tomorrow night. We have the Adele special tonight. We have the next scenes of Jen Shaw getting arrested tonight. Um, what else? We got another Winter House. I'm still watching Ted Lasso. Succession's on tonight. If people have not started Succession, please go ahead and start that. Um, shout out to Laura for letting me know that Bruno Mars had a new album. Apparently, it got released the same day as Taylor Swift Red. No, I haven't listened to either of them. Um, but that's what's happening. Oh, also, a huge joy in my life. Um, it was the other day. I was at work having just a crazy, crazy day as my life is now. And my dad sent me the sweetest text and said, hey, have you checked this out? Milky Chance, my one and only love. If you know me, Milky Chance is just my right-hand boys. I fucking love them. J. Crew brings me back. Anyway, Milky Chance just put out an album of their version of some covers, cover songs. First song on the album, obviously, is Colorado. Fucking amazing song. Obviously hits home more than others, but second song is Tainted Love, which is just like a song that is so much nostalgia with my brother and my mom driving around growing up. Most importantly, Milky Chance did a cover of Levitating by Dua Lipa, and if you know, then you know that those are my entire worlds colliding. Milky Chance, Levitating, is just chef's kiss for me. I'm going to see Milky in a few weeks, and then Kostin and I have a very exciting date to Dua Lipa in March, and it's just like the world's colliding, best of it all. I'm on a high, and for my dad to text me and give me that joy was just like, gosh, life is good, man. Life is fucking good. So, as the weather is tanking here, and Ham and I did some yard work this weekend so that um, if the snow comes, then our backyard isn't a mess. So, thoughts and prayers for all of us in the snow. Um, I was on the phone with my mom yesterday as I was purchasing a new beanie. She was on her way to the beach. So, if you don't believe global warming is a thing, let's think again. Um, let's also pull that meme that says, let's get the 1.3 million people out there that got Britney free for her conservatorship. Let's have those 1.3 million people, including myself, including all of you, let's go advocate for climate change now because while y'all are at the beach some of us are raking for the snow buying beanies so 
I hope that filled everyone in on the tea, at least (laughs) selfishly, the most important things that have gone down in the last week. And I'm really hoping that we we won't have to wait till next Sunday that we'll be able to pump out some episodes this week. But if not, I hope everyone has a fabulous new week. Life is good. Monday, light your candles, get your sage. Let's have a fucking amazing week, everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in to the 64th episode of Sadie Spills the Tea. And I will see you guys later for 65.